Many believe that the history of the world and of nations is shaped by great leaders, wars and the toil of visionaries. If we only stop to carefully look into the pages of history, we will find that courts and trials have also played a crucial role. This is the story of one such trial that shaped the history of India. Justice Broomfield knew that the law under which the man on the dock was being tried was cruel and favored the masters over slaves he also knew that as a judge it was his duty to uphold the law for it was enacted by a competent crown the only thing that he could do was to make the proceedings absolutely impersonal and let the laws prevail over personal feelings all that he did to show his personal admiration for the accused was to bow to him as a judge before taking his judicial seat and the man on the dock bowed back smiling as he ever was that disarming smile that had endeared him to millions his name was mohandas karamchand gandhi Gandhi was accused of inciting the populace of India by his writings in Young India a paper that he published from 1919 to 1931 he wrote from his heart and was never in doubt over what he asked the millions who read or heard his writings to demand he asked them to demand what was their right a right that bal gangadhar tilak had so eloquently put as janam siddh adhikar right by birth and the right to be masters of their own destinies freedom from colonial rule that he so earnestly asked his countrymen to ask for or demand for through his writings was seen as sedition by the colonial masters who had levied the charge against him for bringing or attempting to excite disaffection towards the british government established by law in british india the trial court was packed to the brim thousands of followers stood outside the court premises silently but defiantly in the eyes of the amassed police forces they did not sing or chant or indulge in activities that would belie the great faith that gandhi had on them satya or the truth he had often said will prevail violence he believed with all his heart and soul would beget nothing more than violence and in the melee truth will be lost so the swollen crowds stood patiently without a murmur inside the court room on the 18th of march 1922 justice broomfield proceeded to conduct the trial as per law he was not surprised when gandhi eagerly pleaded guilty however the advocate general sir jt strangman along with rao bahadur girdalilal uttamram public prosecutor of district ahmedabad representing the crown insisted on reading out the full extent of incitements that gandhi had caused in the eyes of the crown by his writings in young india 
Gandhi gave forth his bewitching smiles for each of the accusations and again in the end pleaded guilty to all the charges. Justice Broomfield then proceeded to ask Gandhi whether he would like to say anything before the judgment was announced. Gandhi said yes. He had come prepared with a statement which with the permission of the judge he proceeded to read as the courtroom in which kasturba gandhi sarojini naidu pandit malviya nc kelka shrimati jb petit and shrimati anasuya ben sarabhai were also present among the public he concluded his statement by saying and i quote if one has no affection for a person or system one should be free to give the fullest expression to his disaffection so long as he does not contemplate promote or incite violence i have no personal ill will against any single administrator much less can i have any disaffection towards the king's person but i hold it to be a virtue to be disaffected towards a government which in its totality has done more harm to india than any previous system india is less manly under the british rule than she ever was before holding such a belief i consider it to be a sin to have affection for the system and it has been a precious privilege for me to be able to write what i have in the various articles tendered in the evidence against me in fact i believe that i have rendered a service to india and england by showing non cooperation the way out of the unnatural state in which both are living in my opinion non cooperation with evil is as much a duty as is cooperation with good but in the past non cooperation has been deliberately expressed in violence to the evil doer i am endeavoring to show to my countrymen that violent non cooperation only multiples evil and that as evil can only be sustained by violence withdrawal of support of evil requires complete abstention from violence non violence implies voluntary submission to the penalty for non cooperation with the evil i am here therefore to invite and submit cheerfully to the highest penalty that can be inflicted upon me for which for what in law is deliberate crime and what appears to me to be the highest duty of a citizen the only course open to you the judge and the assessors is either to resign your post and thus disassociate yourself from the evil if you feel that the law you are called upon to administer is an evil and that in reality i am innocent or to inflict on me the severest penalty if you believe that the system and the law you are assisting to administer are good for the people of this country and that my activity is therefore injurious to the common weal even as gandhi finished his statement pin drop silence prevailed in the court 
he proceeded to fold the paper in which he had penned the statement tuck it in his famous loin cloth and turning to the judge he bowed justice brookfield contemplated for some time and then proceeded to announce the gravest punishment that law could impose on a charge of sedition 6 years of imprisonment a smiling gandhi cheerfully nodded when the judge completed his pronouncement after having completed his judicial duty justice brookfield added to the judicial verdict by saying and i quote i should like to say if the course of events in india should make it possible for the government to reduce the period and release you no one will be better pleased than i i unquote and then the honorable mr broomfield rose and bowed to gandhi in gandhi's own words and i quote so far as the sentence itself is concerned i am certainly consider it as light as any judge would inflict upon me and so far as the whole proceedings are concerned i must say that i could not have expected greater courtesy gandhi's trial of 1922 bears eloquent testimony to the process of law and courage of conviction that are beyond physical description there is a spiritual quality that can be felt both in the accused and the judge that marked the world of those years in a different class such is the story of courage and conviction jai hind